0: have a message for us all as we are going into this new year. And this is from the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verses five through 27. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 25 through 27, in TPT version. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose. Looking straight ahead, ignore life's distraction. Watch where you are going. Stick to the path of truth, and the road will be safe and smooth for you. 27, don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness the message for us for 2024 this morning is unbroken focus your focus must not be broken in 2024 if you look at the scripture we read The Lord is giving us warning and instruction together. Your focus must be unbroken in 2024. Let me say it again. Your focus must not be unbroken in 2024. Because God has purpose for you. God has plan for you. And that is why you are among those that are crossing it over. It is not just believe, but it is to be fulfilled. Amen? If you are not focusing on the goal set ahead of you, 2024 will soon come to an end. Then it will be you and what you have achieved in 2024. With fixed purpose, brethren, looking straight ahead, ignore In 2024, ignore life distractions. Watch where you are going, brethren. Stick to the path of truth, and the road will be what? Safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment. Or take the detour that leads towards darkness. And the moment you switch and you are darkness, now it's a game of gamble. Try and try and try. And the whole year will go by. But that is not your passion. The light of the Lord has been set on your path. You must focus. The world that is full of distraction, the devil is so busy trying to distract, especially children of God with purpose, because not every children of God are with purpose. Children of God with purpose, trying to make sure by bringing challenges Using people around you so that your focus can be shifted in a moment. And we were told not for moment. You know why? So that the goal will not be achieved. What is the goal ahead of us for 2024? It is the same thing that we know. And this scripture that we are reading that is full of our goal, any other thing that God has to do for you and me in this coming year is included in this scripture. But you know what the devil does? He always makes sure that that particular goal is not too clear or is not our main focus, other things that says will be added to, he wants us to focus on those other things. But the main goal, the main reason, main purpose of our calling, of our existence, he doesn't want us to understand it. It makes us to be so tired of it. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. In New Living Translation, because our time is going, Matthew chapter 6 verse 33, seek the kingdom of God above all else. And live righteously. Can you read the last sentence with me? He will give you. And he will give me everything I need. See, everything I need has become the main focus today. But what was supposed to be the first focus, the main focus, we now put it at the end. The word of God cannot be broken. And God is not a liar. If He said, If you do this, I will give you everything that you need, He is faithful. In 2024, let me share with us very briefly some things that we must be very, 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 because the devil is very subtle in his way. The way he comes, right? These are the things that we know, and sometimes we consider them as part of normal lifestyle, but they are dangerous. They are the things the devil wants to use to steal. And after stealing, he will kill. And after killing, he will not destroy. He accelerates his plan. But we have been encouraged and been instructed and been warned today to not let our focus be broken. Seek you first. The kingdom of God above all else. And live Righteously. And then God, E, God, E, God, will give you everything you need. Not everything you want. I want us to get that clear. Are you with me? Not everything you want, but everything you need. Which one do you want God to do? He won't even do what you want. He will do what you need. According to his program. Because he's your father. Because he knows best. In 2024. Few things we must be careful of. That can affect our focus. To be shifted. Amen. Matthew chapter 6 verses 22 through 23 in tpt version of the scripture the eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being listen to this brethren the eyes of your spirit allow revelation light and that is what you need without revelation you don't have understanding. Without revelation, you don't have clarity. Without revelation, you are just gambling. You, without revelation, you have no clue of what to do in life. Even with your own life, the eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being. If your heart is unclouded, the light floods in. 23. But if your eyes are focused, hey, on what? On what? On what? Can we say it together? If your eyes are focused on money in 2024, brethren, the light cannot penetrate and darkness takes its place. How profound will be the darkness within you if the light of the truth cannot enter. The first thing to be careful for in 2024 is the love of money. Can you say it with me? Love. Money is good. The Bible did not say that. Listen very carefully. The Bible did not say money is the root of all evil. What did the Bible say? The love of money. The love. There is difference between money and the love of money. See what the world has come to today. Even spouse getting rid of each other because of money. Spouse, husband and wife, major fighting, damaging each other because of money. Bloods, brother, relation, because of Money. A lot of people had forgotten about what they had become in the Lord because of the love of money. No faithfulness. No, you cannot rely. You cannot depend. You cannot trust because of money. The love of money, the love of money can dim your spiritual eyes and affect your focus if you allow it. The love of money will not let you see what God is saying and where God is leading you once you allow it. Of course, money is useful. Money is good. And God gave us money. And it will continue to give us money. But when you allow the love of money to overthrow, to be the guide of your heart, to be your motive, to be the major thing that you focus on, you will lose that righteous living that we are encouraged to maintain. You cannot love money and be faithful. Some people don't agree with that. When you love money, you will either love money and leave God. You cannot combine both. Money cannot be before God. No, it is priority one, it is the source of our resources. So, why would you love resources than the source? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't align. Have you seen somebody cherishing resources and the source is there, abandoned? You know what happened to that resource one day? It will dry off. Because when you forgot the source, the power of the resources will diminish one day. One day. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 10. Loving money is the first step towards all... (laughs) Did you see that? Towards all kind of goodness. Towards what? What? All kind, people, you are not talking. Uh, are you? Are you? Are you upset? Are you with me? Do you like me? Oh, you love me. Awesome, my hey, Thank you so much. Loving money is the first. It is not. It's not saying part of. It's the first step. Hey towards all kinds of wahala. Wahala is trouble. When there is wahala, there is no peace. Some people run after it so much that they have given up their what? Craving more money pushes them away from the faith into what? Error. Error, error, <laughs> compounding mysteries ah in their lives. You should hate the love of money. If something will bring all these things into your life in 2024, you should what? Fight against it. Compounding mysteries. Step one towards all kinds of trouble. Hmm. <laughs> Your spiritual eyes, brethren, is the lamp to your body, to your being. It is important that your spiritual eyes are healthy, clean, and clear to live a healthy life, guided by the Holy Spirit. You cannot love money and hear the instruction of the Holy Spirit. You will rather hear the instruction of the love of money. And you know where that instruction is going to lead you to. It will make you lose your integrity. You will fight people that you shouldn't be fighting. You will be dishonest until you are fired. You you will ruin your life until the devil takes over fully. Because he graduates from stealing onto killing and from killing onto destruction. That's why a lot of people are alive but they are dead. Do not love money. That is why God gives you what you need. He knows your need. Don't crave for it. A lot of ways people crave for money today. And they leave that scripture says they leave their faith. They leave their faith. To have and maintain, right, a healthy, clear eyes for your lens, your spiritual eyes, to remain clear and healthy, you need revelation from the word of God. You need revelation from the word of God. The revelation from God's word is the only way to successful Christian living. Not the love of money. The revelation from God's word. Each day when God opens your eyes, the Bible says is the one that gives power. Power to what? To make wealth. You are not going to be craving. Because when you crave and you chase and you run, you make you setting up plans. All those plans, business plans you are setting, people you are putting together. Did you talk to God? Did you consult God? And when you get to the roadblock, you now come back. And guess what happened? You messed up relationship. People you have relationship with, because he did not send you. You sent yourself, just because you are calculating. You're already calculating before you even start. Do you know some people are like that? They won't sleep. Already calculating. In a week, if I make this. In a month, if I make this. If you you go here and talk to this one, and do this one, and meet with this one, and present this portfolio, and do this. Calculating, calculating. Where is God? Is that by revelation? Instruction. When God gives revelation, that is guidance. Silently, quietly, you're making effort. Without making noise. Listen. Once you have the wrong people on your boat, your business will crush. Yes. No matter how smart you think they look, if that is not God's plan, that is why you go back to the source. Before you make any plan, before you make any move, stop wasting your time. Don't do it in 2024 so that you can go through. Amen? For your choices and decisions in life, you need the truth and not the fact. Are you with me? Yes. Every decision you make in 2024, any move you're going to take in 2024, make sure, brethren, make sure, brethren, that you are not being driven by the love of money. Make sure that you receive your instruction from the truth and not just fact. The fact comes from human knowledge, human reasoning. But the truth comes from the revelation of God's word. That's the difference between the truth and the, and the fa- and fact. Human reasoning gives you fact. But when there is a revelation from God's word, when God reveals and open your eyes and interpret his word unto you, have you, have you realized one time you just read a scripture or you are taking a shower or you are eating and God just dropped a word into you and it comes with illumination and you are so excited. You are having a revival in your room. You've experienced that before. That is revelation. You see the understanding you receive at that time, run with it. Run with it. It doesn't come cheap. That is God. And when you run with that instruction, with that revelation and knowledge, I'm telling you, that scripture that says no man will stand against you, it comes to fulfillment. When you go, it goes with you. When you speak, whether what you are saying makes sense, you don't even have to plan it. Have you seen yourself speaking and speaking? And when you're done, you'll be like, where did I get all this from? Speaking through you. Listen, be a man of revelation in 2024. That's all you need. Don't do things like people. You are not everybody. You are somebody. Unique, peculiar, chosen. Partnership with the Holy Spirit in 2024. Not the love of money. So be careful your choices and decisions you make. Make sure that you handle it well. Psalm 119 verse 105. Psalm 119 verse 105 in TPT. It says, truth shining light guides me. Did you see that? In my choices and decision, the revelation of your word makes my pathway clear. What makes your pathway clear? Revelation of your word. Matter of fact, this should be part of your prayer, prayer point. You see how we have prayer point, prayer point, prayer point for 2024? Revelation, revelation. God give me a revelation of your word. As you are driving, pray it. As you are eating, pray it. I want revelation. See, a lot of people read scripture. Good. They read and read and read and read and read. Revelation comes not just from reading. It comes from reading and praying. You sit down and talk to God. What are you saying here? Don't just rush and read and through so that you finish Bible three times in a year. Congratulations. But what revelational knowledge did you gain? So as you are reading, you know you can dwell on a verse for as long as the Spirit of God takes you. As you are reading, you'll be praying and you are meditating on it. Revelation comes. That makes you millionaire, billionaires Anything you want. Because the information you receive from that revelation will make ways for you. When there is no way. Are you with me? Yes. It's only God that can make it happen. For you to get that revelation. Luke 24 verse 25. Luke 24 verse 25. is supernaturally unlocked supernaturally unlock their understanding to receive what to receive the revelation of the scripture listen the word of God is not it's not a it's not novel to read no it's not newspaper that is God speaking it takes God himself to open. He said he supernaturally unlock their understanding to receive revelation of the scripture. Amen. Very quickly. The second thing. That we block your spiritual lens and affect your focus. In 2024, if you allow it. 1 John chapter 2, verse 11. 1 John, but whoever, whoever, whether you are a man or you are a woman, you are a pastor, you are a bishop, you are a doctor, whatever you are, and you hate a fellow believer, you live in darkness. Your, your lens, your focus, your eyes is dimmed already. Stumbling, And what happens when there is darkness, when there is no more light, when you can't see accurately, right? Stumbling around in the dark with no clue where to go. For it is blinded by what darkness? Hatred, burden, unforgiveness, unforgiveness, (laughs) unforgiveness will affect your focus. Will affect your focus light if you allow it. This is not me, I forgive you. He's gone. I'm doing my thing. He's doing his thing. I forgive. The moment you continue to see the person and have the pain of what they did to you, you did not forgive. But when you see them and you remember what the Lord has done and you smile, <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. What do you use this man for in my life? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> when you remember and you praise God, it's different from when you remember and you cry. Or you pack your thing and go and squeeze your face and you look like Ayamatanga. You squeeze your face, everything shrinks together just because you see her you remember what he did and you say you forgive that is hatred it darkens your lens your eyes are focusing it darkens it at that time you should be praying God give me the grace to forgive pray for yourself not I'm praying for you God will forgive you what you have done to me no 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 pray for yourself at that time for God to help you because it's easy to say but to do is tough that is why you need him to help you to forgive. Nobody can forgive on their own. There is nothing that is God's instruction that we can do on our own. It is the spirit of God in us doing it. And give us, that's why the scripture says, I can do all things. Right? Through what? Yeah, it's the one infuses strength in you. When you fail to forgive and let go, you only put yourself in the prison of life against God's blessings. You just just enslave yourself. You just cage yourself in the prison. You are not going nowhere because you owe them. Unforgiveness means I'm holding you. You are not going. As you are holding that they are not going, you too... (laughs) Of it. Why will you do that to yourself in 2024? You must go. Say amen. Yes. yes, not just to begin to see where you want to be, you must actually get there. If there is anyone in your heart, lose and let them go. You know why? Because you have to go. You have a focus, you have a goal in life, you need to get to somewhere. Unforgiveness will lead to mental preoccupation. Mental preoccupation will lead to hatred. Hatred will lead to darkness. Darkness will hinder your progress in life. Why do you want this? Matthew chapter 6, 14 through 15. And when you pray, Make sure you forgive the faults of others so that your Father in heaven will also what? Forgive you. 15. But if, but if you withhold forgiveness from others, finish it with me, brethren. Okay, so then you have become God. God will do his own. You do your own. Let's see who will win. The moment God will told forgiveness from you, forget about focus. That is what the scripture says, stumbling around in the dark with no clue where to go in life. This is not your portion in Jesus' name. unforgiveness is terrible it will cause sickness do you know that some people can't even sleep and the person they are holding snoring they no the person they are holding that they are keeping grudges every time planning planning what else to do how to avoid them what to, <laughs> wisdom is good of course Listen, if somebody keeps stealing your money, of course, and the Bible says forgive. You forgive them, and you have to apply wisdom by keeping your wallet away. (laughs) That is wisdom. We we apply whatever we have to avoid, you will avoid it. You're not going to say, I I forgive, and you leave your wallet again, they will steal it. You know that somebody has a gift of stealing. They keep your wallet away from there. That is simple. Then you move on in life. You forgive by keeping your wallet to yourself. Praise the Lord. Unbroken focus. Number three. Things for us to watch. In 2024, John chapter 15, verse 5. Very simple scripture. Very, very simple. I am the sprouting vine, and you are my branches, as you live in union with me as your source. Did you see what I said the other time? Who is the source? Hey, Anything, anything, the wisdom you need to do your job is the source. The ability you need to perform is the source. The connection you need, you can't build network if it did not guide you to the right source. That's your source. Otherwise, you are trying to build networking with wrong people. (laughs) Wrong people that has no help for you. It's your source. He said in all your ways, all your ways, acknowledge him. How to marry your wife. How to marry your husband. How to father your your children. How to be child to your parents. How to relate with brethren. Everything. He is your source. He has your way. How you can perform things in his will. If you are sleeping, shout hallelujah. Okay, so we are all here. If you are with me, praise God. Yeah. As you live in union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. Say amen. Amen. But when you leave, but when you leave, but when you leave, hey, separated from me, You are what? Powerless. Powerless. Without me, you can do nothing. Hmm. The third point that I'm talking about in this scripture. When you are deeply involved in achieving your desired goals or even your God-given goals, and then becoming inattentive to God, your focus will be affected. Let me say it again. When you are deeply, deeply involved in achieving your desired goals and become in, and then become inattentive, inattentive to God... Your focus will be affected. Because you are on the pathway of achieving God's giving plan for your life doesn't mean you should lose focus of your source, because when you lose focus from your source, then you will miss the focus. Be careful. A lot of people are saying, God told me, God told me, and God did. He did tell them. But you have to remain attentive. You have to remain attentive. In the scripture, Psalm 32 verse 8, I didn't give you that. He said, I will guide you. I will instruct you the very best pathway to your life. Right? I will guide you to the very best pathway for your life. I will instruct you... Then I will watch over you. It's one thing for God to guide you. You must wait and get instruction how to go with the guidance. Praise God. Don't go with the guidance without following his instruction on how to go on the pathway. God told me. God told me to do this. He told me to open this business. He told me to do this. He did. But all the other stuff, instruction on how to go about it. Who told you that? Human reasoning. Fact. Not the truth. And it can't work. Because as you continue in the guidance of the Holy Spirit, he has more to say. That's why you must be attentive. Don't be carried away in achieving, 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 achieving the desires of your goal. Yeah. Don't be too carried away. Pay attention. Be attentive. God, this one, this level, this is where I am. What do you want? How do I go? Yeah. Always go back to the source. brethren. See, if you always remain with me, he said you will never be powerless. You will never be powerless. Because he will continually infuse his strength. That is guidance, instruction. And people will be wondering, how do you do it? I did the same thing. It's not working. How do you? They will come and be receiving counseling from you. That doesn't mean it will work like that. Because you are a man under instruction. Please, be under instruction. Despite you are being guided by the Holy Spirit. Every move that you take... Let it be from him. If you don't do that, you can drift easily. When we're talking of drifting, drifting is an unconscious process of gradual moving away from the way of God. Unconscious, unconscious process of gradually moving away, moving away from the way of God. Spiritual drifting, brethren, is the result of neglecting the Priorities set by our calling into the kingdom of God. So this is why you want to be careful. One of the ways to achieve God's purposes is through prayer. It's very, very important. You need to stay connected. Say, without me, you can do nothing. You need to stay in communication. Because when we are saying prayer, it's not just locking up yourself in the room and not talking to people. And No, no, no. Constant communication. That's why he said pray always. Once you eat, once you sleep, he said pray always. That is, he wants you to continue to be that communication line to be on at all times. Do you know that just sitting down and saying, God, what do I do here? Oh, I don't know. You have prayed. Or oh, you don't take that as prayer? That is it. God, I need your help. You, you, you come in the kitchen with him. With him. That is prayer. When you no longer pray or feel like praying, and you begin to feel like prayer is a waste of time, it means you are drifting. It means you are drifting. Check it out. And get back on the track. When you disconnect from God's word, your faith begins to shrink and weak. You are drifting. Because faith only comes from hearing. And hearing the word. Because of our time, let's, let's, let's focus one more thing. Right? One more of things to be careful for. Returning to carnality will affect your focus. So, don't do it in 2024. Because we're no more. We are, you know, there are three le- le- different man, right? There is natural man, and then there is kind of man, and then there is spiritual man, right? Natural man is the way all of us were born into the world, you know, until you give your life to Jesus. When you give your life to Jesus, right? Then you are no longer a natural man. A natural man has no clue. of When you say, let us pray, pray, okay, pray. A natural man can be in the church. They are reading newspaper. They are watching soccer on their phone. Because everything that is going on has no meaning to them. The natural man is just waiting for, let's share the grace in fellowship. With the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that is when they wake up, <laughs> and they've been in church for hours. They hear that part. Let's share the grace. And when they share the grace, they are the last to go, <laughs> because they will socialize with this one. They will greet this one. So, is are we coming to your house for Christmas? Oh no! When I leave his house, I'm coming. To, they will make sure they connect with. The old word in the church, but during service, oh God, they will be watching their time. Time is going. Ah, this sermon, this pastor preached too much. This pastor Victor said, "What's going on with him?" Natural man. The next layer of man is carnal man. A carnal man is a believer, but they are not stable. Today, God is good because they receive a check, a bonus check from work. Come on, join me, sing hallelujah. Ah, Jehovah Jireh has done me well. They receive a new good news. They must give testimony. You cannot tell them that five minutes, five minutes, no. What God has done is more than that. <laughs> We haven't seen you for the past two Sundays. So? So, you mean I don't have my right to stay home? Do I have to come to church all the time? Do they call me Pastor Chinedu Emmanuel? Or am am I related to the Emmanuel's family? Please, nobody should bother me. You know why? Because the account is in negative. Come and join me, sing hallelujah. Yesterday. But today, money has gone. The mood has changed. A kind of man goes like this, up and down. Preach it, pastor. That's my pastor right there. Preach it, pastor. I like that. Emotion. At another time, I don't even know what this pastor is preaching. I don't understand why, why they even talk like this. A kana kind of man goes back and forth. They are moody. Today they are happy. Tomorrow they are not happy. Everybody is asking them, bro, are you okay? I'm fine. At another time, right from the, day, from the entrance, they will be the one smiling. Spiritual man is the third layer. They are being rooted, guided by the word of God. They don't go by what they see or how they feel. They go by what the word of God says. If you go back, you allow the flesh or the situation or the circumstances by withdrawing from being connected with him in prayer and studying his word and you allow... Your human nature to re-enslave you and drag you back to canality, you will lose the focus. A carna man can never hear God. A canna man cannot see what God is doing. Because they go by what they can see with their human eyes, and they react and respond to it like that. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 25. Very quickly. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect. Practicing constant, const, did you see that word? Constant self-control in order to win a laurel. That quickly withers. But we run our race to win a victor's crown that will last forever. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 28. If you live without restraint and are unable to control what? Your temper. You are as helpless as a city. With broken-down defenses open to attack. When you can't control your temper, you say, "cause I'm a Christian, doesn't mean I take nonsense? I'm telling you the honest truth. Nobody will ever talk to me like this, not you. I will make sure you understand you're messing up with the wrong person. You are fighting that battle in the wrong way. Control your temper. You are opening yourself to an attack. It's dangerous. Very, very dangerous. We have been warned not to love the world. These are all the things that can re-enslave us if we give in to them. First John chapter 2, 15 through 17. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you for the world of us, three major things. Number one, a craving for what? Physical pleasure. What else? A craving for everything you see you must have. That's a problem, everything. If you don't know how to get it, you Google it. No, it is terrible. It's a disease for anybody that wants to stay focused. Craving for physical pleasure. Craving for everything we see. Number three, what is it? A pride in our achievement and possession. Listen to this. These are not from brethren. These are not from the Father, but they are from this word. And this word is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Craving for physical pleasures—that that is something that tastes or smells good, looks appealing, feels good to our body. Craving for everything we see. So you must make covenant with your eyes. As somebody that wants to stay focused, my eyes stay like this. Stay like this. Because if you want to be seen, the word will be covering you. <laughs> I was watching one, one movie one day that they have all these prostitutes line up and line up and, line, and as, as people are passing everybody were demonstrating selling themselves. That is so that you can say, okay, this one or this one. The moment you are looking and they are doing like this, <laughs> you will be influenced. Be careful. Stay focused. Don't be sidetracked. Not everything you see is good for you. It will take your focus from where you are going to. Everything you see, if you allow your eyes to see everything, it will lead to coveting. And covetousness is wanting what someone else has. Right? It is an insatiable desire for worldly gain. It is an insatiable desire to find fulfillment, meaning, and purpose in things instead of in God. And covetousness leads to many other sins. I believe that stopping at just this main focus is enough for us to dwell on it and enjoy our life in 2024. Go back to the very first scripture, the Proverb, chapter 4, verse 25. And I want us to close with it as we read it all together. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life distraction. Watch where you are going. Stick to the path of truth and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. Happy New Year in advance. We see you all in 2024 flourishing, subduing dominating achieving your purpose living a fulfilled life but your focus must be unbroken bow down your heads and talk to god i don't know what you've heard but it can help you if you realize that your focus has been broken somewhere along the line and you want to regain it. If the methods you have applied to the journey ahead of you, if you realize that truly you did not really involve God, He inspired you indeed, but He didn't tell you the path you are following. Listen now and ask for guidance. Let Is GPS reroutes you? Without me, you can do nothing.